Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Here on Filling in the Gaps, we discuss puzzle games and puzzling movies. Today we're going to discuss a puzzle game. This is The Past Within. The Past Within is a game both dev and published by Rusty Lake. We have talked before about Samsara Room. I don't think we've done any others on the podcast, though I've played a couple others. You've played through, like, all of them. Yeah, the whole Cubescape series, there's nine of those, and then uh, the Rusty Lake Roots Hotel, um, yeah, um, the White Room. I think you own the White Room as well. I think I own all of them now. I just haven't gotten around to all of them. I've done a couple of the Cubescapes, but Mm. like you said, there are nine of them. And I probably should just push through. I should just take a time where I go, okay, I'm going to do it. But we are still... Nine of them is a lot to get through, man. Yeah. It is. And if it's the same kind of, oh, I'm in a room and yes. there are the four walls, it will start to feel a bit monotonous, I'm afraid. I would break it up. Which is kind of what I'm thinking. Also, I know that we've debated how we might cover it if we want to do it for the podcast. It's a little weird. Like, we were fine to do one, but... The podcast become monotonous for doing <laughs> yeah. each one individually. So, do we want to do a few at a time? So, I think part of me was waiting to see what we would come up with for that. And I, I still think we haven't really. This one is different because this one is, is very different. Yeah. I mean, I think chronologically would be a good way to cover it. But uh, the past within kind of ruins that. <laughs> <laughs> ruins that idea, kind of. I don't know. We'll have to get into that when we get into the spoiler section, though. This game just came out, I think, November 2nd. I got a Steam gift from my friend. Thank you. Yep. Welcome. It had been on my wish list for ages. I, even though I'm on the Rusty Lake Discord, pretty much they're making announcements all the time. Mm -hmm. I just kind of click on them to get the banner, like, pin thing to go away. Yes, yes. I know there's a message there. I love them, but I don't want to hear from them every day. Yeah, they've got a very active community, that's for sure. They definitely do. I pretty much forgot this was coming, though. I think you had told me about it. I saw it. Wishlist instantly. But then forgot about it until that gift arrived. And I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah, this game does look great. Yeah. I had no idea it was a co-op game, though. Uh, I didn't know that. I don't know if that was on the store page. If it was, then I missed it. If it wasn't, it is now. Yeah. I think originally it wasn't going to be a co-op game. What they had was an idea, and we'll get into this in a, in a minute once we get into the game, but you know that part where you're look, looking through the people all the time? That was their idea. It was like a big a box that you could look into, like some kind of um, pinhole camera where you could look into a room from different angles and solve puzzles, which is a great idea. But as they were doing it, they're like, Hmm, wouldn't it be really interesting if we had someone else on the outside? Let's go with that. And hence, The Past Within was born. It is a co-op game. There are times, minor spoiler here, it is like TikTok a game for two, Mm -hmm. in the fact that you do need each other to help. You have clues on one side that you need to tell to the person on the other side so they know what to do, much like we were here and other things that we've done together. But... It isn't like we were here and the fact that you don't have a lobby. Yeah, I think I think the way they describe it on the Steam page or the, the tag that they give it for this kind of puzzle game is asynchronous puzzler. 
a asynchronous co-op where it's not a time thing and it's not like a, a th- th- there's no urgency. It's just take your time, relax. I didn't realize that. So there were times where it says, oh, you and your partner have to push something at the same time. Yeah. You don't really have mm. to. <laughs> That's fine. I don't mind because there was a time where you had kind of moved on and I hadn't yet. And I was afraid that I'd mess the whole thing up. Not realizing, oh, well, of course, mm. we didn't sign into a lobby. We didn't invite each other. There wasn't any of that. So it doesn't matter. And I actually think in... In many ways, especially for a game like this or TikTok, a game for two, it doesn't matter. And I think it actually works better because then you don't have, (laughs) I mean, I think one of my earliest comments when we started to play was, oh, great, here comes the, let's figure out how to find each other and invite each other and make sure that only one of us invites because if we both invite, then neither of us gets in and it's a bit of a nightmare. We were here. It's always that at the beginning. We always struggle a bit. It's like an hour of us just sitting there going, what the hell are we doing? (laughs) Not a problem with this one at all. And I think that that's great. And I like the way the game has, like, it takes it all in good faith. Like, as you go into it, it's like, so are you ready? Yes. Do you trust the other person? Yeah. You both, and then, or, or in the game, it's like, has has your friend done this yet? Yes. And so it, it doesn't let you get too much of a run of it. Um, so yeah. it's good. It rules you. So you that could way. you could just click yes and yes, exactly. <laughs> push yourself through and then get stuck. But yeah. yeah, I think that they've handled the co-op aspect of it very very well. The puzzles are very Rusty Lake. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. The look uh, is half very Rusty Lake and half something different. But we can't really get into that. I think until we get into the spoiler section. As far as game time. We played, uh, so there's a bee version and a butterfly version once you get into the game. It's basically just same puzzles, different answers. Yeah, I think I think we clocked it in at about, what was it, about three hours for both games? It's about three hours for both games. I would say there's probably something else. I think you'd have to play it through two more times to get all the achievements. Because I'd have to play it as the butterfly on your side that you did, and you'd have to play it as the B side on my side as well. So I think four playthroughs is necessary for a kind of 100% Chivo. I think so. But I would also hazard to guess that there's probably some sneaky thing, like when we encountered uh, some sour room, Mm -hmm. and I looked at a walkthrough and went, oh, there's a whole other secret couple puzzles to this game if you do something differently. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if there was something like that in this as well, or that it might get added later. Mm. It's the type of thing they do. At the price, uh, I mean, it started off... Six, like, six bucks, something like that? Five bucks? Yeah, but it started off on sale. It was on a launch sale, so we got it for four. Which was a very nice chunk off on a start. Like, a start is usually like... 10% or something. I mean, it's the most expensive Rusty Lake game that there is, put it that way, and it's still good price. It's yeah. <laughs> still great value for money. This is one of those games where I would say, if you're really into puzzle games and you have a partner or a friend that you're trying to get into puzzle games, I think this is a pretty good one for that. I feel that the puzzles are not really that challenging. Mm-hmm. It requires teamwork. Yeah. And a bit of guesswork when you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing but overall it's pretty easy we never got to a point where we were really stumped or we got frustrated and we just 
blasted through it in one night and it was great. I <laughs> I was only disappointed in the fact, oh, it's over. And it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> when is the next one, Rusty Lake? Uh, that That is the problem. This kind of game and the way it flows and you feel smart because you're just flying through all the puzzles is just such an adrenaline rush. And I'm like, this is great. I want more of this. But these are few and far between. Ones that really flow like this and work this well. Especially, we were playing it a few days after launch, which was <laughs> not our normal case. Normally, yeah. the bugs are worked out by the time our... our <laughs> Once we get on like a 50% yeah. sale three years later. <laughs> our um, cheap buying lifestyle has gotten us into. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, um, the Rusty Lake games are, are never, never, ever buggy. And that's great because they're puzzle games. You can't afford to have bugs in a puzzle game. In my, in my opinion, definitely. It ruins the whole experience if you can't trust them to work the way that they're supposed to work. This is the first time they've actually... Um, gone in to use a different engine so this time instead of using Flash which they used in the past for all of their games they've actually used Unity this time and they pulled it off so um, yeah bug free launch as usual from the uh, the Rusty Lake guys I think so as well I would recommend it you would recommend it of course I definitely would say if you have not played it this one's worth waiting to listen to until you actually have played it because it's nothing but puzzles. There's a little bit of story, but there's nothing. <laughs> Otherwise, game gameplay-wise, it's just puzzles. So we're going to be giving away a ton, I'm yep. sure. So with that, though, we better get into the spoiler section. So if you've played already, come join us in the spoiler section. As we discuss this one, mm -hmm. we really just played it to play it and have fun. And though we recorded video, I didn't... Uh, I didn't take any notes because I didn't want to slow the whole thing down. <laughs> we, were, we were too busy, yeah. Yeah. I also just kind of want to talk about this one not as straightforward. The game is very linear. You have to do mm. one piece before the next. It's very puzzle box. One of you is in the box and one of you is <laughs> yeah. looking on the outside of the box, which was the first thing that got to me. So when you get into the game, as you said earlier, there are a few questions who do you want to be past future? Who did the other person pick? Make sure that they pick the opposite because otherwise <laughs> yeah. you're both stuck in the box. There was one different question, I think, where I think yours said, do you trust the other person? Yeah. <laughs> Mine didn't say that. Yeah, which do you trust funny. the person in the, in the future? Like, mm, yeah, I think so. There's a lot of silhouettes in this game, mm -hmm. both in picking future past picking bee or butterfly and a character that is essentially a silhouette that walks around but with eyes yeah. <laughs> it is as we said it's a really really fun game but past and future look very different i want to get into that a bit first so in the past for you it was just rusty lake as usual it's rusty lake yep yeah, business as usual for me in the future, it was a 3D puzzle box game. Yeah, it was like the room almost. Just about, yeah. And that threw me for quite a while because I did not even realize that I could move around the box. Uh, okay. I just assumed, <laughs> as with the Cube Escape games, 
I'm stuck looking at it in 2D. Mm. Like, wow, they went for a different look for this one. But then you <laughs> said, no, it looks pretty much Rusty Lake to me. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. And then what I had was a computer screen, a <laughs> 1980s one-purpose type of computer screen yep. <laughs> with just arrows and enter, I believe. It was almost like a fallout a fallout terminal, wasn't it? <laughs> a bit like your pit boy. Yeah. Except this is not even <laughs> as advanced as a pit boy, but yes. And the screen starts to give instructions. I think you had a letter. Yeah, I had a letter that just said something about um, the person in the future. And now all I had to do was give you a date, and that was your password to get into your computer. Which was underlined. Yes. <laughs> They're not messing around with their hints in this one. No, they're the, very straightforward. Because in the last games, and Rusty Lake does this really well, they they are just out for maximum kind of fun, aren't they? Like, just stress-free fun. Like, yeah. Here's the hints. We will, we've will we made a walkthrough for you that you can just click on and you go to a YouTube page and we'll show you how to do it. But if you want to try it on your own, go for it. Knock yourself out until you get until you get kind of angry with it. Then you can look it up, you know? And we've, we've provided that for you. But here, there would be a bit weird of people ducking out of the game to go and watch YouTube videos. So they just like made it as easy as possible. Like, look, it's underlined. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think, too, the number of times where they highlight things, mm -hmm. there's sort of a white glow that comes over things. So for the very beginning of this one, I needed to turn the computer on. So I need to press the power button. And that was right away a white circle that was flashing. Right. <laughs> hit this, hit this. Yeah. And then as we were playing, the computer would give instructions. You need to do this. You need mm. to tell your friend in the past to do this. All right. <laughs> yeah. And so, the, yeah, there was, there was also the bee, maybe for you, the butterfly as well, but the bee would land on places where I was supposed to be looking at. Like it would go around, especially when it was on your on your level. When I did it, a second playthrough is like, oh, it's landing on where I should be looking at, and then I've got to click it to get off of there. And then it's like, yeah, it's like the game's just just funneling you into places where you should be looking at. It's it's clever like that. I think there were some times where it wouldn't do that unless. Well, I think the landing it probably would do. But I think there were some times where the glowing wouldn't happen unless you took too long to. Mm -hmm. press something the butterfly i didn't notice it that much i think maybe once or twice but there was a point where i had to click on the butterfly mm -hmm. and it made it very obvious click on the butterfly now right the game as you progress it is just a lot of fun the way that you can look around the box once you realize there's a a white line that sort of moved around to say swipe it over mm -hmm. that's how i knew i could look around once I did that, I went, oh, this side has three things. This side has three things. Oh, there's going to be a lot of stuff to do. And that that was just amazing. Yeah. You, you basically teased and then given the matches. Early on, I think the matches dropped from the ceiling or something for me. Yeah. And then I've got the matches. You got the matches you, very early you on. You gave too. me a code. Uh, I gave you the, the date. And then you gave me a code, and then I opened the box. I was like, oh, matches, of course. <laughs> and then, but yeah, when I played it on your side as well, they just literally fall out of the sky. <laughs> um, 
I still, don't, I still don't know why they have this obsession with matches in their games. It's always one of the first items you get in a rusty late game. No idea. There is a glass with a screwdriver. I, okay, I'm going to need that. Yeah. And I can even see the panel with the screws on it. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. I'm <laughs> waiting. you got to wait for a while. But having those things, letting you look around the box and see... This is something that's a little bit different from the room and the fact that the room, you don't often see what's coming. It's hidden. Yeah. Finding that stuff is what's really amazing amongst so many other things with that series. But this one is more the opposite. Well, we are showing you that there's (laughs) going to be a lot more stuff here. There is hidden stuff, but even the hidden stuff isn't that hidden. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially if you played the room. <laughs> it's like, may as well be a flashing sign. Click here. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the bit where you get the, the gears out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's just right there. Because I found the blueprint, and I told you, and you said, okay, I've got that one. All right, now I've got all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is on. I've got it, yeah. And the, oh, okay, the last one. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm cranking the handle now. <laughs> yeah. And then when I was doing the second playthrough. You didn't even need to tell you. No. You're like, okay, so the first one is, oh, I've already got that one. I've got all of them. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> it was so fast. Let's talk about the lens. The lens is one of the best parts for me. Because like you were saying, you get to see into the box. This was a bit of a struggle at first because I could look in, and I think by that point I had also gotten the picture slide, so I thought that I was going to somehow use it there, so I was trying to put it everywhere on that side of the box. Moving the sliders around was a little irritating just because they could not overlap. So sometimes you had to (laughs) move one out of the way as your partner would say, oh, you need to move the white one to 12 o'clock. I'm like, well, there's one on either side of that, so I need to mm-hmm. move them around, keep rotating until I can get that one. It's a very minor thing, though. And then it's a series of, I think that was the stained glass window. Yeah, I, I, got, I, got, I got your codes off the stained glass window f- for the lens. And um, I, I had to look through and tell you which ones to press. Mm. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Especially because of the way it looks. When you're looking from the future, the I think the ones that you're meant to press become black and white. <laughs> they almost look like a coloring page that hasn't been done yet. And then, yeah, you're giving me all these different codes. It gets a little long because once you figure it out, it's like, well, now we're just doing it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes back again later, towards the end of that part, you have to do one of each thing again. I really like that. It's like, oh, remember when you did this? Go yeah. do that again. <laughs> and I like how the game reuses their assets over and over and over again. And it doesn't really get too boring where they're like, um, oh, here's a panel. And you do something and it reveals something. You know, in normal game, that would be it. But no, you can keep rotating it. There's other things to find in behind them and stuff like that. So it's like, it makes good use of space. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm not sure that I've really mentioned it much but the future looks just so different it's so crisp and doesn't have the wavy lines Mm -hmm. that is typical of the sort of dark outline in a rusty late game the machine like the text looks like text there's no weird font that they've used or Mm -hmm. anything like that but when you do the switch over that is amazing 
Because then suddenly it's like, oh, now I'm back in Rusty Lake. And you're like, whoa, this is way different. Yeah. Like 3D, I'm, I'm in, in the room. future. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they want you to feel, isn't it? They want you to feel like you're in the future. It's, it's great. I love it. I love what they've done with it. I think that works very well. And then they've also sort of upped the game by when you're in the past and you get into that world. You still have the puzzle box, but it's analog. So yes. instead of getting text being written with a cursor, you have a paper that scrolls down to the next entry. Yeah. And just the look of the boxes is so fitting for one that is meant to be in the 80s and one that's meant to be much, much earlier. Early 1900s kind of thing. Yeah, like 1920s. A sort of steampunk puzzle box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the gross aspect of this game. <laughs> you got a lot of that the first time around. I saw far less of it. Yeah. But then, of course, the second time around, I got to see it. In the future, there was a puzzle that involved two rows of ten, and I would see a button lit up, and I would tell you which one to press, and for you, that was a tooth. Yeah, I had a row of teeth instead, because I had... A coffin, which I, which you helped me open, and then I get inside, and I'm like, okay, well, I've got something about flesh, blood, and bone. And so the first one we did was bone, and that was basically extracting one of this uh, Albert's teeth. Right, but before you could do that, you had to click through this whole session of, all right, top row, number four. And then you would tell me which one. Oh, this, this tooth's wobbling now, and then yeah. you, had to, you had to tell me... And then eventually, yeah, we get his tooth. But yeah, that, that wasn't even the gross part. That was fine. No, <laughs> I started there because it definitely gets worse. Yeah. It makes no sense in reality that you could push this guy's tooth and another tooth would wobble. <laughs> this is very Rusty Lake logic, it's right? It's Rusty Lake. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. On the computer screen, I had the three categories with a symbol each. Mm -hmm. And you could use the arrows to highlight over to each one and choose that one and enter. And did they get the bone? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Move on to the next one. I mean, they could have been worse. Bone could have been much worse than oh, yeah. a tooth. <laughs> but that leads us to the ear. Again, classic Rusty Lake, man. They're obsessed with ears and nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there's no nipples in this game. I think that must be the thing we're missing. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised as well. We also didn't see traditionally the old man. Mm -hmm. I'm curious about that. Maybe we'll get to that at the end if you think of it. I, I don't remember what the puzzle was for this. I think I needed to tell you how to get the knife. Um, it was in a drawer or something like that. Yeah, I had to get, I had to get a scalpel um, and then cut, cut the ear off. But that wasn't the one that grossed me out either. It was the... The, uh, the nose swab. Yeah. <laughs> With that one, it's pretty much like a COVID. COVID test, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shove it up the nose and then... Until, until it bleeds. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which, we're not even shoving it that far. Now that we've had to do these tests ourselves, like, nah, it yeah. doesn't really work that way. But okay, Rusty, like, here's your... Well, also, I don't know how you collect the blood into a vial. When it's just like dribbling a, down his face, a few a few drops below his nose, but mm. we'll take it. What I didn't understand when I got to that part of the game, when I was in the past, 
was where to put them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was trying to put them. So there's a, a cabinet where you're getting a lot of things. And then there's a little frame on top of the cabinet. Yeah. And that's where they need to go. There is a sort of diagram on the floor of the room right next to it that shows you, oh, this is where they go. Yeah. But I think I had it. This is an issue of when you're switching sides. I had visualized it in my head the way you described it differently than what I was actually seeing. Yeah. Okay. That's where it goes. And once you know the first one, then the rest are easy. You don't even have to look at the diagram. It's just where do I put it? I can just... Try it in both spots yeah. and then see where it goes. And that's, that's where we kind of start rushing through, speed running the game. <laughs> speed run. Yeah. So there we have our three pieces. Uh, that's going to basically form the gold cube, which is the second time where I messed up because it says both of you press your cube at the same time mm-hmm. for 10 seconds. <laughs> and you hadn't given me a countdown. You're already there. Oh, no, oh, no, I messed up. We won't be able to do it. <laughs> but no, that's not the way it works. No. We're, we're able to do it however we want. But we should talk about getting to see ourself. As I understand it, we are the same character, but one in the past and one in the future. Is that how you interpreted it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're um, uh, is that, I think, uh, it's, it's Rose, yeah. Rose and Al- Rose is Albert's um, daughter. Have you seen them in Rusty Lake games? Oh before? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 concurrent characters. Is that the right word? Yeah, they're they're they're, they're like they're in every series. Rose and Albert are basically kind of um, chaotic evil. They're 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 really bad characters. Oh really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's actually more fitting then because I didn't realize that when I first get to see you. I mean, that was amazing because I'm looking through and I say, "Whoa." I see a person in a weird white mask, and you go, oh, yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) But also, we unleash... The kind of spirit thing, the the weird... Albert's soul. Yeah, basically, yeah, the black soul, yeah. Which, in the first half, do we see him crawling around in the first half? Because I know I definitely did in the second half. I see him very early on when I was in the past, but it's not... He doesn't come in until about midpoint in the game for the future. Where... You see him crawling around everywhere and all in the 3D ceiling. as well, which yeah. is kind of very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably a good point. Did you have anything else to say about like the first half? I mean, there are a lot of great puzzles as far as finding the gears, turning the gears, moving the. I think that actually happens in the second half. But there are all sorts of things like I need to find the fuses. Mm-hmm. So there are three different puzzles for that. And just a load of puzzles that are not the most complicated, but they work. And the fact that like with the three slider puzzle, that changes. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at the fire, it goes from orange the first time to blue to tell you, oh, you need to do this again. You need to use this again. And when you're in the past, as that creepy soul is walking around, it also sort of indicates to you, like you were saying about the bee, that it sort of shows you where a new solution is as a new combination for the lens is sort of painted on the wall mm-hmm. and, and things like that. So you still get to go through and do all of that stuff. There's still 
typical Rusty Lake stuff. Look at a painting. It's got a torn corner. Pull that <laughs> off. You looked in a box? That's great. Look again. There's a false bottom. <laughs> Here's a chest of drawers with three drawers. All of them are locked using a different key each. <laughs> cool, because that makes sense. I never really felt like we were really stumped, though. And I never really felt frustrated. No, and I think there's a there's a market for that. You know, there's a market for, like, the We Were Here's where we're just, like, running around that stupid maze thing for right just i'm going to bed man come on let's 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 call it quits for tonight we'll pick it up again tomorrow and we pick it up again we're like oh this is easy boom we're done well not always <laughs> well i, I yeah. think of the the alchemist puzzle in particular yeah. but yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah th- this game it's strength i suppose isn't in it's really super hard puzzles it's in you know it's basically hey do you want to hang out with your friend and like instead of instead of watching a movie together, do you want to just play a game together? That's really easy, but you'll have a lot of fun, and you get you'll get to talk about it, and you'll you'll enjoy it. That's what this game feels like. It's like movie night, but it's that that level of brain that you need. It's not big brain stuff. It's just have some fun with your friends. And I love that, mm-hmm. yeah. which we'll probably say again at the end. <laughs> Switching over is fantastic, though. To go from the future and three D to being teleported back into Rusty Lake territory, but in the future. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, that is so weird, though. Because, I mean, the whole game, basically, we've kind of skipped over the story part, which is we are trying to resurrect Albert. And so we're gathering these t- uh, the bone, flesh, and blood because Albert's soul is trapped in a weird water container, water tank kind of thing. And as we add bone... Then the bones go in and they join up. And then as we add flesh, he gets a skin covering. And then as we add blood, then he he comes to life. And that's when we swap over, isn't it? Once he gets out of the tank kind of thing and holds the cube. Once we click on the cube, we flip, don't we? We kind of exchange roles. No, because actually making those things with the tank, that is the second half of the game. Oh, that is the... Uh, so, oh, yeah, that's the finale, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the end. So, spoilers for about 10 minutes into the future when we get to that part of the podcast, but yeah, that is where we are now. That's right. The whole, the whole beginning part is just getting everything set up, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And so that theme of bone and flesh and blood now comes into play. Mm. I now have the tank, like you said, with a weird soul in it that we're going to have to add all the pieces to. We have the weird pumps and vacuums, all these tubes all over the place. Making disgusting noises again. (laughs) The most frustrating puzzle for me, the coffee puzzle, even though that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it on. (laughs) Where where were you now, highlighted button? I pressed it too soon. (laughs) I pressed it before there was coffee and there was... It's just one of those things where I was jumping way ahead. Mm. So I had a glass. I put the glass in the sink. I turned it on. I got the water running. I didn't know how to turn the water off. I think the only way to do things like that is to back out and zoom back in again. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. But I was like, I'm clicking on it. It keeps running. And it may actually shut off automatically, but because I kept clicking on it, it wouldn't. Yeah. I'm wasting water. (laughs) But I had water. And I had got my matches, and I had a Bunsen burner. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to put the hot water 
in the coffee maker, but it doesn't work that way. No. And I couldn't put the cold water in the coffee maker. It doesn't work that way. There's just already water in the coffee maker, I guess. That was a fun little puzzle, though, with you kind of look at a key, a sort of legend of here are the symbols. It's, I think, acid and hot acid. Yeah. Water, hot water, coffee, hot coffee. <laughs> But you only get that the first time, so you really have to understand it because once that page scrolls, you don't get that legend anymore. Yeah, I was worried at that point. I, I was sweating a little bit going, did I look at that for long enough? But it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's easy enough. It doesn't. Nothing changes. It's, yeah. And they've done a good job with it, actually, in the fact that though I was frustrated, I couldn't move the water anywhere. As you rightly said while we were playing, that means you've done the right thing. Yeah. I put the coffee in the coffee maker and when it didn't seem to work i was really worried that i'd put the coffee in too soon or that because i put the water down and i couldn't move the water i was gonna have to do this whole part again mm. that's not the case it's totally fine press the power button yeah it didn't work before because you didn't have coffee before yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice one thing that i would say that would have been nice is if you press the button and just water came down mm -hmm. And then it had to start over. But that's fine. I think that that's... It's a minor thing because we were able to push through. Yeah. My biggest problem was not really a problem, but I thought it was. Uh, so we were, as I said, recording our gameplay so we could use it for the video. Oh, I remember this part. <laughs> you will notice uh, possibly my side will look a bit orangish because I have a sort of anti-blue light filter that starts to kick on. And I didn't notice it. It creeps in. And I didn't notice it for quite a long time when we were playing. And then suddenly it, it always hits a point where I go, that's very orange. What's going on? <laughs> oh, it's not the game. <laughs> I didn't know if the game was doing that. Oh, what are we doing? <laughs> no, no, no. It's my computer. So it will kind of convert back as I've, I turned it off. But with the recording, there is a small UI that sits in a corner while you're, while you're recording. And it won't show up on the recording, of course, because what would be the point of that? Mm -hmm. But it was in the way of a mouse. And when you click on the mouse, the mouse moves around. And I thought, oh, I might actually have to click on that mouse because I had to already once to get a key. Right. If you follow the mouse behind some floorboards or baseboards, something, you get a key. The mouse just gives you a key. The mouse does come into play later as it gets eaten by the bee or destroyed by the bee <laughs> on my side yeah. but it's not yet and i didn't really actually have to do that i just was looking at the wrong puzzle so <laughs> there's a whole point where i had to stop go out come back Ugh, it was frustrating for no reason because that wasn't the right puzzle yet it's probably just part of the clicking on the mouse to get the achievement achievement you know like the squeak thing maybe i <clears throat> i got that when i was in the 3d world so oh, I already had it, yeah. The cabinets, again, we've got two lockers, but two different keys. We have the blueprint where we can look at where the missing gears are. Oh, they're hidden in the box. And <laughs> a maze. Oh, yeah. You get to see the walls in the past. Yep. And in the future, I just see a computer screen with a... Was it nine by nine grid? Mm -hmm. I don't get to see the walls. And you were trying to tell me, well, we had just done a puzzle that 
The chess puzzle, yeah. They call it a chess puzzle. It's not really chess, though. That, no no chess piece I move moves like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the queen could, but... Well, I mean, she moves like a knight in some in some cases, and she like, makes some really... She doesn't, doesn't move in a straight line. But you also just... You have two pieces going around, and it doesn't really seem to lead to anything. But maybe that's for people who actually know chess better than I do. No, it's, it's definitely just a nonsense puzzle. It's just, it's just. Are you guys talking with each other? Uh, you know, just yeah. all you got to do is just basically the same as the tooth puzzle. It is. It's exactly the same. One piece moves. You tell your partner where it went to. Yep. They move their piece to where it belongs, and then do that five times and done. Repeat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, we had the grid A through F or whatever, one to seven. Yes. Yeah. And, so- and you were trying to give me the grid coordinates again but i'm not seeing the grid coordinates on my screen i don't remember was it letters on the left was it numbers on the left do they go top to bottom or bottom to top i don't remember Mm. so you had it in your head and we were able to make it quite a ways before it became a problem yeah and so we restarted this one a couple times (laughs) in my head i was like why don't you just tell me move right, move down? Why don't you do that? And then he, just as I was about to say something, go, would it be easier if I just said <laughs> move right and move down? Yes, yes, it exactly. would be much easier. I had no idea what you were looking at, you know? So I was mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Like, this is what I've got, and I'll try and do like the, yeah, like the, maybe we have to coordinate it because you bump into a wall and basically you reset, don't you? Yes, you have to start over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, it was just a case of, all right, move right three times. Okay, move down twice. <laughs> okay, we flew through after that. Yeah. Even more so the second run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't have to mess around the second yeah. time we knew. Let's talk about the B in mm-hmm. mine. So the B on your side, it was a normal size B, correct? Yeah, normal size B. However, when you put it into the puzzle box, mm-hmm. I see a vent cover shaking. Click on that and out comes a B the size of a medium-sized dog huge. <laughs> yeah, it's huge <clears throat> yeah for you for, for me it was the, it was a giant butterfly this time did it destroy the mouse oh yeah it ate the mouse yeah well it didn't eat the mouse it just wrecked it yeah yeah and i think there's a key inside yep. and i think that's the other cabinet with the tank there is a steady stream of three by three code that we have to enter oh this one looks like an x this one is all the buttons down on the side the biggest question for that was always is it the ones that are dark or is it the ones yeah. that are empty yeah. but that just requires trying it twice if you don't get it the first time yeah you get it the next time where i think i had trouble here too was and i shouldn't have there is a light that tells you what you're supposed to be doing as you get the bone you have to press a button and that injects the bone mm-hmm. i had the same problem on the other side because you you get to look through the lens right, and see everything happening. When I was on that part, when I was in the past looking at, oh, here is the bones forming, here is the flesh forming, I would always forget, oh, I need to click on it to say I'm done looking. (laughs) (laughs) I just assumed it would just stop looking and kick me out. Mm -hmm. The tooth, giant tooth in this case, Yeah, (laughs) I saw an X on it. And I knew immediately, I need a hammer, Mm. or I need a chisel, I need something. And took a while to get there, (laughs) because we got stuck on other puzzles, I think. The chalkboard, which is where you get the hammer, this looks 
great and it feels great. There are about, I don't know, 20 symbols on the chalkboard and the other person has a letter and they're reading it. And again, underlined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I didn't even need to tell you what, what was underlined. Oh, okay, gems there, circle that. It's more just remembering take the chalk and and click on it so that it will circle. And it looks good the way that it gets circled. And you don't everything. even have to do it in order or anything like that either. Just... And then when you smash the tooth, you get to vacuum up all the pieces. <laughs> and so yeah. Albert is made of tooth enamel, apparently. Yes. Have to check his, his bones for cavities in the future. For flesh, I think this was after the maze where a giant ear, of course, yes. drops from the ceiling. You have to slice off a bad bit of the ear or something and then this is where you have to do your chemistry thing and this is this is quite fun this is a bit like keep talking or everybody explodes where you have to follow if it does this this is the step you have to do yeah yeah because i think there's three variables for each kind of level that you go through isn't there what shape is it? What does it have on it? Does it have hair? Does it have... Pimples. Pimples, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what formed? A nose? An ear? Something else. I don't remember the mm. other one. I had the nose. And I, I think I you had the, the ear. I had the ear. <laughs> yeah, so we got to do that one. And I don't remember. What was the blood for this one? The blood was... Um, I had to... There was a, a thing on my box that was just a, a vial full of blood and I just had to lower uh, like a, a tube into it to suck it into the machine and then it just went into your side. Oh, that's right. The blood comes from the other side. Yeah. So we had to do a puzzle together so that you could actually get the blood from your side mm-hmm. to mine. That's right. It was That was the one where it was like the... It was the same. It was exa- actually the same puzzle from TikTok Tale for Two where it was like a TV monitor and we had like eight buttons and I had a set of symbols on my side, raven, eye, ghost, tree, and you had the Rusty Lake kind of alphabet, you know, that, that line, circle, S, T, upside down, T. Uh, and then it was just a case of just, okay, raven, okay, that's an S. Tree, that's a circle on the side with a horizontal line. Yeah, we smashed that because we've seen it before. Yeah. Though this one was timed. This was the only timed puzzle in the game, I'm tempted to say. There might be one other one, but this is the one where I definitely noticed because we, I think a couple times, didn't quite get there fast enough. Mm. But then once we did, once we knew exactly how it was working, and me coming a bit more to terms with what the symbols are. Yeah, because you definitely had the harder symbols than I did at the first playthrough because you've got the Rusty Lake alphabet ones and they're basically like runes almost. It's like you're describing, it's like, oh, it's a line with a circle on the left top left side of it whereas mine's just like pictures yeah yeah so you do that now he's formed and then well i do want to say before we cut through though when you have in the future you jump to the rusty lake one and you're only 2d now and you have the computer when you click on that three times that turns to coffee grounds oh yeah it just explodes (laughs) it explodes and becomes coffee grounds it's fine (laughs) <laughs> well, what I would say is a credit to them that as soon as I saw that, I didn't think, oh, that's Ash. I didn't think, oh, that was weird. My first thought was, that's the coffee. <laughs> you've been you've been conditioned by Rusty Lake, man. Yeah. Somehow. And I haven't even played through all of them mm. yet. 
they have a weird sense of logic that feels consistently the same weird sense of logic. Yeah. You know something's coming up with the ear. You know you're going to have to light candles at some point. You know, yeah, all of this stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, that, that fits. Yeah. <laughs> that fits. <laughs> but yeah, once he's formed, I think that's pretty much... The masks. We've got to pick Ah, uh, that is... Didn't take long. No, and it's a cool, it's a cool little part to the game. They do that kind of consistently throughout all the other series as well as where they have you do something and it will change. Because again, they're working with limited, limited space, so it's like, how can we make the most out of this? So, in other games, for example, it would turn into like a, a springtime room, a winter room, a, 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 an autumn room, and a summer room. Whereas this time they've gone for three different rooms with three different masks that you place on Albert. And you got to experience that first time. Cause yeah, it's definitely a bit creepy the first time. When you put on the snow mask, everything becomes white and there's a different music, which they've done as well with the radio and having us play on the, the keyboard. That was a fun little puzzle as well. Yeah. But here with the mask, when you put on that sort of stag mask mm-hmm. and the whole room turns red... Yeah. That is a very different vibe than the snow mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's sort of the phantom of the opera mask, that half mask mm. as well. You need to put those on to look around the room to, I think, give instructions on how to find the gems for the other person. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, one of them is like is a music puzzle. Um, I can't remember what the other, one, other ones were now. But. It was basically reusing the same stuff we had done before. Yeah. So that dial that was the clock, you have to tell them what time to set it. Mm-hmm. You have... Did we have to use the telescope at this point? The telescope was um, maybe part of this puzzle. But that, that was just... Uh, yeah, that was just the case of... Oh, no, no. The telescope was used for the... It was used to rebuild Albert, wasn't it? It was when we were getting to the end. And then there was, in the black cube, it was like a candle, a rose uh, thing. And then I had to tell you what that corresponded to. And you had to push that into the dial. That was okay. what that was. The telescope popping out is really cool. That's pretty, <laughs> that, as soon as I saw that, I was like, wow, that's really very room-like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you have the gems, then I think that's endgame, isn't that's it? That's it. Then we, we get the... you I One of us has the black cube. The other person has the a, gold, the gold cube. And then we kind of... You merge. press it for a while, and then you're zooming through both loop. cubes until you get to the end. Yeah. You get to the lake. Where we get a little bit more of lore. I don't know if this is something that has come up before. It always comes up throughout all the games. The, the the lake is the place. Like It's kind of like the beginning and end of everything. They say time doesn't exist here yeah. or it works differently here. Yeah, I'm not too sure... I'm not too sure because, like, like I said, I haven't, I haven't really had time because we recorded this the other day and it's, it's fairly new. Um, and I'm not, I'm not a super fan. Like, I'm not on the Discord and I'm, I'm, I don't really keep up with all that kind of stuff. But so I haven't had time to think about it much or process it much myself. But on the surface of it, it feels like for for being an evil character, it feels like Albert and Rose have finally come to terms with themselves and are just removing themselves from the equation. Almost, it's like they they have a peaceful ending. Where they go See, back. that's where I don't get that they're chaotic evil, because for me, it just appears as a, a nice story. A daughter bringing her father back to life. Yeah, yeah. But for what? To to just 
die again, like to be, but being to be together and to become a tree at Rusty Lake uh, at the lake. It's like it feels like closure. So I'll have to see what the rest of the community is saying about that because I'm kind of confused by the ending, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But what I do like about this is, and they've done this probably on purpose, is this game has very little to do with the other games, at least on the surface of it. They're like, if you haven't played any Rusty Lake games, here's a game for you that you don't need to know anything about any other games. I think that's definitely the right move. Oh yeah, definitely. It definitely was much better for me, who's only played a couple. I don't need to know a bunch of the lore to understand it. And maybe this is one of those times where we play this, Mm -hmm. and if that gets you into other Rusty Lake games, and you start to see how chaotic evil they are you go oh wow i thought that was a really sweet story but now (laughs) i'm not so sure what if that was a bad thing to do yeah what have i done yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe there's something about bringing them together that is a problem like i'm i'm I'm, again i'm not sure maybe we've we've triggered an end game for the the end of the universe (laughs) i don't know but so you don't go through the game going who's that guy Who's this guy? Because in the other games, all these other figures are popping up, like the guy with the stag helmet on, and the guy, this this woman with her, and the the guy that's in the is stuffed into a wardrobe. Like, who's that guy? And but you see them; they they're in every game, and so you build this thing. Yeah, but this game doesn't have it, and it's, it's it, it it works well. I think that's part of what makes the Rusty Lake community love these games so much is that you sort of get hints of what's going on and you really have to start putting it together yourself yeah i mean they the the developers have said that they they have like a um a big file on everything but they're like but the community the stuff that they come up with and they're not they're not like yeah we thought of that they're not doing a lost on us like yeah oh that's totally not the ending (laughs) um but they're like yeah we take we we listen to what you say and and we add that to the 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 lore bible kind of thing you know so that really yeah yeah because they'll come up with things that they hadn't thought of. And, oh, and go, yeah. well, that would actually work. Yeah. In this case, and with this company, I like that. Yeah. and they I say think that works because I don't think they're going to throw in something that doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Whereas some other things that seem to be written on the fly and they try to incorporate other stuff. It's like, well, that, that messes with your continuity now. Yeah. I don't think they, at least from my limited, what, four or five games I've played so far... I don't think they're going to do that. I think they have a good concept of what they are doing. And I think this, the story and the timeline is, is so messed up anyway. It's like you could add pretty much anything in there. And be like, yep, that fits. <laughs> <laughs> so Albert killed JFK in 64. Yep, fine. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Are you familiar with a character that looks like a humanoid parrot? Yes. There was a point in our first playthrough where I was in the future where I get to look in a mirror Uh and there I was. Yeah. And I think our character said, Oh, I look so old now, but there's another point where you look at it, you're looking at the mirror and it's not just you. The parent guy is right behind you. Mm -hmm. But then when I went back to look again later, he was gone. Right. Yeah, there's a few animal kind of face characters in this. There's the parrot guy. There's a, a, the deer. Always the stag comes up over and over again. I think at one point there's a, there's a bear character as well. There's a whole bunch of different things going on man, in this game. And it's just, yeah, it's... And the, 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 the family 
is like got a whole family tree, an extended history of like a hundred years, and yeah, it's just a weird. I mean, the, the, yeah, it's it, it's all been mapped out online, and it's a really interesting read. If you get into the game and if you want to learn more about it, you can go and look up the family tree and the history and see how the timelines fracture, and it's just all over the place. But it, it's it's really cool. It's really interesting, and it's like a game that I would say if anyone wants to play a Twin Peaks kind of weird game this is Rusty Lake's got you covered for that ah, and, and another game called uh, Virginia I think is a good kind of Twin Peaks experience in a, in a computer game form and not only that all the Cubescape games are free on mobile so you can you don't even have to pay for them I think you have to pay for them on Steam you do but it's not much it's not much for nine games as well <laughs> <laughs> one of the questions that they got in a QA and a was like I've always wondered is there a reason matches are featured in each game and then the answer was, without matches, Rusty Lake wouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's cool. But the, what they've said is they've said in their Q&A, they said, don't worry, we've still got tons of ideas. We've st- we're working on the next game right now. Hopefully it doesn't take as long as this. This one was held back quite a lot because of COVID, um, uh, especially for like the voice acting bits. Although there's not too much voice acting in the game, but still it took a while for them to get around to doing the voice the the voices i would suspect working with new engine would slow them down too as they're new trying engine to learn that. and yeah new engine and probably working remotely as well didn't help when they're running into problems and trying to troubleshoot stuff um so they're saying yeah next game i guess we'll be back to the regular format for the next game but that's just my opinion my well, looking, looking in my tea leaves if like you said they sort of changed this one part way through so who knows what they will do at the next yeah because the white room was another another kind of a different kind of format as well i'm all i'm all down for change because uh, they, they handle it well but at the same time i wouldn't mind just going back to a regular rusty lake uh cubescape style i think i'm in for the long haul now i mean i'm like i said four or five games in i really enjoy them they're always Short experiences, fun experiences. Sometimes the puzzles, it's, I don't understand what you want from me. I don't understand how the controls work for this one. I think going back to Samsara Room, the owl puzzle in particular, I found really frustrating. Mm-hmm. But like you said, they want you to have fun. They've already made the walkthrough. As soon as the game comes out, it's there for you. Yeah. Don't get so stuck that you hate the game. Mm-hmm. Let's help you through. I really like what they're doing. And, yeah, I'm excited to keep playing. Gaps for all the more gaps created. 